Super Talk Mississippi media production. Pre-record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good Wednesday afternoon to you. Welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Luke Johnson. We're in the First Bank Studios here in Laurel and Hattiesburg, and we're glad that you are with us this afternoon. Opening segment of our show each and every day is sponsored by Dickey's Barbecue Pit. Justin and his crew do a fabulous job with the Dickey's here in Hattiesburg, located right across the street from the mall and beside the mall. Delicious food seven days a week. You can enjoy it in-house. You can take it through the drive through or you can, uh, you can have it delivered straight to your home. But however you choose, just be sure that you choose Dickey's Barbecue Pit. Another great sponsor of the Eagle Hour is Campus Bookmart, and the manager of Campus Bookmart, Kathleen, will be joining us a little later in the show to talk about uh, all the great stuff that they have in store for you uh, at Campus Bookmart. And, of course, with baseball just around the corner and basketball underway, there's plenty of basketball and baseball merchandise uh, that if you're a Golden Eagle fan, you can enjoy at Campus Bookmart. And if you want to shop online, of course, you can do that at campusbookmart.net. All right, well, some uh, some news today that not, doesn't directly affect Southern Miss, but the, I found interesting, Luke Johnson, is, uh, you know, in the years past, we, we've seen these periods of time where there's all this shuffling of conferences, and we've talked more than our share about that and kind of where we'd like to see USM shuffled to if that were to ever happen. But uh, the latest and the kind of in our area of interest is the Southland Conference. It appears they're about to lose four schools, Sam Houston State, Stephen F. Austin, Abilene Christian, and Lamar, to the old Western Athletic Conference that used to be known as the WAC that the BYU was uh, such a famous member of. Uh, your thoughts about the, this conference shifting again, and do you think this may be opening a Pandora's box uh, to some of the other uh, conferences outside of the powerful and rich five? Well, this this the new WAC uh, will start in 2022. It's going to be announced tomorrow in Houston. Seven uh, an initial members of that, as you mentioned, Abilene Christian, Lamar, Sam Houston, Stephen F. Austin, Southern Utah, Tarleton State, and Dixie State. Um, it will be an FCS, but they're planning to move to the FBS by the end of the decade. So, you know, maybe eight, nine years they'll be an FCS. Um, be, because it's not an FCS shakeup, you would say uh, probably doesn't have anything you know involving or, or impact on on conferences like the Sun Belt or Conference USA or the Mountain West. However, uh, because these are Division One programs, you know football is the only one where it's split into FBS and FCS. You just wonder will, will there be ramifications? Um, could could it you know you always kind of wait for the first person to move? And here's the problem though: I don't see the Sun Belt looking to do anything right now simply because they have moved past Conference USA in football in in the last two years. I mean, it, it was apparent this year, but the shift probably took place probably 18 to 24 months ago. 
in football. And you look at um, what, what they've done, and you look at you know just Coastal and, and some other schools that played well. Um, they have really dominated Conference USA the last couple years uh, across the league in football. So that's the only conference that could immediately impact Southern Miss. Now, another angle on this to talk about what we, we you know spat around yesterday, Nick Saban yesterday morning asked and, and uh, was about this, and there is a real concern with the college football playoff uh, to what you said. The, the games are being boring. Um, the, the number came out yesterday. Bob was like 18 million people watched the national championship game. That's the, the lowest uh, of, of all time in the conference in the uh, college football playoff. And there is now a movement. The majority of coaches uh, are coming out to say that they support an expansion. So you just wonder, uh, with, with that happening, with uh, the whack now coming about, when, when things start you know, moving around, even if they're not connected in the college football uh, world, sometimes when someone is bold in one way, it leads to someone else being bold in another way. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, $18 million out of a nation of $330 million tells you that most people weren't watching the game Monday night, right? I mean, that's my math anyway. And the, and the $18 million that watched, you wonder how many of them turned, the, you know, the, uh, turned it off after you know, mid-third quarter. Uh, early on, I mean, when, when Alabama fumbled the football, Mac Jones fumbled the football, Ohio State tied it up, and you had a you know, 14-7 game, people were intrigued. And then Alabama did what Alabama did, and they scored you know, two minutes left in the half and stretched it out, got the ball back, scored again, and you know, people lost interest. So you know, to kind of put that in perspective, it's not fair to compare a conference football playoff championship game against the Super Bowl. At the same token, three more million people watched the – at that time, the lowest college football playoff game. So, twenty-one million was the the record for the lowest. This was eighteen million, and in a couple of weeks, you know, the Super Bowl will, will have over a hundred million watch. <laughs> it's kind of a mismatch, isn't it? Uh, you said something. Everybody should just let this simmer in their brains just a little bit. I think it's. I think you're actually absolutely right. But let this digest for a few minutes. That uh, Conference USA has been passed by what I think it's close to say is his closest rival conference uh, in football. And you know what? I think you're 100% right about that. You you saw it the last couple of years. I know Southern Miss beat Troy um, last year. Uh, but And we're talking about, you know, the we're not talking about team for team, okay? But Appalachian State had already taken the jump, okay? Appalachian State had, uh, you know, a couple 11-win seasons. Didn't play Southern Miss because of the hurricane last year. But when you look at this, uh, Lafayette under Billy Napier the last three years has been a force. Um, South Alabama came into Hattiesburg this year, beat Southern Miss. Coastal uh, went undefeated until their last game. But you look at other teams like Georgia Southern and Georgia State were both 8-5 and five and 6-4 and four this year. The East in the Sun Belt is far better than, than the West. Uh, but you look at what Arkansas State had done under Blake Anderson. You know they had won the the Sun Belt uh, several times, and so you have. It seems like a majority of teams uh, this year they had one, two, three, four, five, five uh, five winning seasons. Uh, yeah, five winning seasons this year, and then you had a five and six Troy team. The East that was the only losing team in the East was Troy. 
Uh, with the news you told me off air, and we'll tell our listeners here just in a minute, Terry Bowding coming to Louisiana Monroe. He's hired a, a name to be his offensive coordinator. You got to think ULM will, uh, win some more. And then Texas State didn't really show it this year, you know, two and 10, but, but man, their coach is a young guy and, and he's got them playing. They're going to turn that thing around too. So, Kane Womack coming in the Sun Belt. I, there's just a lot yeah. more excitement in the Sun Belt than Conference USA. Well, Terry Bowden is the new coach at Louisiana Monroe. He hires Rich Rodriguez, former head coach at Michigan, Arizona, and West Virginia. Uh, spent a year as the uh, offensive coordinator at Ole Miss. you got to believe with Bowden and Rodriguez, Louisiana Monroe begins to turn things around as well, Luke. And like I said, the, the West is the weaker side. Louisiana this year was the only – uh, winning team over there. So that's the side you want to be in. And everybody remembers, uh, you know, Southern Miss fans remember the 98 Tulane team that went undefeated. Richrod was, uh, was the offensive coordinator. And that was kind of, you know, the beginnings of, of his offensive prowess. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you've got a lot of young names. Coastal Carolina didn't shake up their, their uh, coaching staff at all. Appalachian State had a down year at nine and three and, you know, Chip Lindsey's over at Troy, so uh, we'll see what happens. Butch Jones going to Arkansas State, uh, but it seems just like, uh, I mean, how many years was it? Four years ago when we would laugh and say, oh, you know, you want to be anybody with the Sun Belt. But, man, this mm-hmm. year you could say the Sun Belt passed the Mountain West, too. It, it's probably under the American. Uh, the Sun Belt is probably number two in G5. You mean the Fun Belt. Isn't that what you're trying to say? The Fun Belt Absolutely. That was it. That was so entertaining all year long. You know, I think probably if the, if you can take anything good out of the COVID-19 situation this year and how it affected college football, is it did allow us to see a lot more uh, football from some of the schools like the ones that we're talking about. As a football fan, I really enjoyed it. I found it to be a breath of fresh air. And I think the Sun Belt really used that opportunity to their advantage, and they really stepped up in front of national TV audiences and showed that that is entertaining, competitive football to watch. Same thing Southern Miss was able to do. You know, the first two games were national broadcasts. The Louisiana Tech game, we lost in a heartbreaker. It was on ESPN2. And it was because Power 5 schools, uh, you know, three Power 5 conferences weren't playing. Um, they weren't, or two, I'm sorry, Big Ten and, and Pac-12 weren't playing, so it allowed some of that, that time, you know, to be taken up, and Sunbelt took advantage of it. They had two teams that finished in the top 20. Coastal finished at nine. Louisiana finished at 16. And how excited are, are those two schools? Because you have all these openings, and somehow when it clears, Louisiana still has Billy Napier. Coastal Carolina still has Jamie Chadwell. It's pretty remarkable. Right. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how things play out. One quick note I did read, Luke, where – you never thought you'd hear this, but Nick Saban has passed the legendary Bear Bryant in the number of national championships at Alabama. So it, it, can, can we actually utter the words that Bear Bryant is now not the greatest coach in Alabama history? I watched Reggie's highlights against Bear in his last game today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll agree with that. There we go. Times are changing. All right, we're going to talk to Campus Bookmark coming up. Stay with us.
You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Welcome back to the Eagle Hour. Glad you're with us on a Wednesday afternoon. Wherever you're listening across the state of Mississippi, we always enjoy talking Southern Miss athletics with you. You know, I've got to lead out like I always do the second segment. The second segment of the show is, of course, sponsored by Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. We talk about them every single day. You know, Luke, I was thinking this morning, actually, that – Campus Bookmart was actually the second place we went when we started this show four years ago. So Campus Bookmart and First Bank, the the original two sponsors uh, of the Eagle Hour, and uh, we're very grateful. We're very grateful for that. So for the first time in four years, we have have convinced the manager of Campus Bookmart to join us (laughs) on the radio. Kathleen, how are you? I am good. How are you? Well, I'm good. I know you've been a little nervous about this, but we want you just to pretend it's just me and you and Luke talking. Will that work? Okay, that'll work. Okay. Campus Bookmart uh, has been with Southern Miss, uh, been with the Eagle Hour uh, since we went on the air four years ago. And probably most Southern Miss fans are are very much aware uh, of your great store. But just kind of give us an overview. Uh, Right now, we're coming into basketball, baseball. Uh, I, I gather you guys bring in new Southern Miss clothing and merchandise per season. So what right now is is the trending thing that people are asking the most about at Campus Bookmark? Well, everyone now is betting on betting and hoping that baseball season will will be able to play a regular season. So mm-hmm. they are getting their getting ready for baseball, they're coming in, buying their baseball clothes and getting excited, thinking that we're going to be able to do baseball. So that's really big right now um, in the store. And we're getting a lot of new merchandise in. A lot of our baseball stuff's not in, but it's slowly getting to come in. Coming in a little faster than it was coming in when COVID first started. So that's a good thing. Right. You and I have had this conversation before in the store, but... uh it's it's kind of hard to overemphasize how how important baseball season is to your store, right? And how much enthusiasm uh, you see from baseball fans coming into Campus Bookmart and looking for the latest baseball apparel. Yes, yes, they are big into that baseball. They love baseball. <laughs> no they qu- come from everywhere for baseball. I mean, they do for football also, but baseball, they yeah, they're they're pretty big into it. Right. Right. Now, you have more than just that. I know you have a whole array of merchandise uh, throughout the store. A lot of stuff for your house, a lot of stuff for your car, uh, a lot of stuff uh, for clothing. Is there one area that uh, through the years is the most popular with your customers? Um, The most popular is probably the unisex section where we have uh, sweatshirts for men, men, women, you know, uh, T-shirts. Yeah, that's our biggest. That's mm-hmm. our biggest selling uh, spot is the is the unisex part. Right now, Luke, you you're know. no you're no stranger to Campus Bookmart. I know, and I think if if Kathleen saw me and you, she'd probably recognize our ugly mugs right when we uh, right when Absolutely. you walk in the door. But here's your chance to get her on the air, Luke. I know, Kathleen. I'm looking at it. Believe me. 
I'm looking out at my uh, my truck outside. On the front is a Southern Miss uh, bumper uh, tag license plate. On the back is one of those hitch receivers, my Southern Miss Golden Eagle. Both of them purchased at Campus Bookmark. You guys got everything. I walked in there. I was looking for one. And I was just like, okay, you know, there'll be one or two. There was like 15 different things I could have put on my truck. And there was like five or six, uh, you know, uh, trailer hitch receivers. I mean, it, it's not just for the, the house or, or even for the clothes. I mean, you got stuff for vehicles, too. We do. V- vehicles, tailgating. We have tailgating tents. We have toys like footballs for kids, baseballs for kids, bats for kids. We have We have something for everybody here. I am looking uh, right now on the, the website, campusbookmark.net, and we should tell our listeners that that's the place to, to go. If, you can, if you're not in Hattiesburg right now, uh, you can order things off campusbookmark.net. But you guys actually have baseball jerseys, and this is I usually come in the store the, the first weekend of baseball season or the week before, and I usually get me a new hat. I've got me a hat, so I'm good on that. But I, I'm thinking about one of these baseball jerseys and what i love about your store is that you got all the name right you got adidas uh you got cutter and buck you got columbia stuff and they're all southern miss officially logo stuff and there's a lot of people out there that don't want to have to just to buy a shirt and then stick an eagle head on it everything you've got is name brand stuff and it's got the southern miss logos on it yes it does yep but yeah we're gonna we have um, a lot of new baseball stuff coming in too not all here yet, so we'll have even more coming in. What's some of the, the new baseball stuff that's going to come in? Um, we're going to have some new jerseys, some new baseball jerseys, and um, we had some that were that were last year that were like the camouflage kind of um, yeah. baseball jerseys, and we'll have those coming back in, and a bunch of, bunch of t-shirts for baseball, sweatshirts, everything. Well, we're all hoping very badly that baseball uh, gets off on time. Uh, for, I'm sure for your store, like so many retail businesses, 2020 has been different, uh, Kathleen, and, and been a challenge because of COVID. But we, we talk every day about the website and uh, how Southern Miss listeners don't have to live in Hattiesburg to, to buy merchandise from your store. They go on the website. How important uh, has that part of your business become? It, it has really it has really become important because a lot of people are not wanting to get out, and this way they can do their shopping, have it shipped to them, and don't have to worry about going out, you know, around people. You know, a right. lot of people are scared to go out. Right, right. And uh, and and anything that is it pretty much everything that's in your store is on your website. In other words, you got to you could go to the website and, and get a really good feel for the merchandise you can choose from. Am I right? Yes. Yes, that's correct. We put everything on the website. Uh, we try to put everything on the website. Now, we, we have a bunch of new stuff in that's not on the website yet, but we're working on getting it put on there. And um, But, yeah, you can order any of it. And you can also you don't have to do it online if you don't want to. A lot of people don't want to do online right now. They can call up here. We can do it over the phone. Oh, okay. And, and still have it shipped to you. Oh, okay. Well, that's something we didn't know about, so I'm, I'm certainly yeah, glad that... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I have a lot of people who who call up and and they don't want to do anything on the internet. They, they want to do them. They want to do it on the phone personally, and mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. ask questions. How does it run? Does it you know? Right. Is the size right? And that kind of thing. So. Right. Right. Uh, 
And, and we say all the time uh, on this show that it is the biggest selection of Southern Miss merchandise on the planet. Uh, I'm a guy that's always got my eye out for Southern Miss stuff and, and have for many years. And I just think that's true. I, I don't know. I don't know of a single place I've ever been that even came close to having the amount of Southern Miss merchandise you guys have, Kathleen. Well, thank you. Thank you. And, and Luke, I'm sure you agree with that. I, yeah, we, I was amazed the have, first time that I ever went. You have your house. You know, you, you like do. You, you got everything. Stuff. I was amazed, mm-hmm. Kathleen, about the, the hat section because I'm a net bag dude. And most of the time, you go in places, they got one or two net bags. Y'all had like 10 or 15 different types. And that, I'm as a, as a man, I'm always drawn to there. And what I appreciate also as a big man, I appreciate it. They just have my own little section, Bob. It just says double <laughs> exactly X, triple right. X. You just go straight That's to exactly it. correct. That's exactly where I go uh, every time. I'm. They even have, I think, triple X, four X for people, for Kelly and we those do. guys, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, we do. We have two big round racks, and they're for three for X. 4X, and there were, we've gotten some 5Xs. Is that right? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Do you sell a lot of double X stuff? I would think you do. Yes, we do. Yeah. Uh, it's yes, just a popular size, too, I think. We sell a lot of 3X, too. Is, is that right? Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. No. We do. Well, and, and I, I've got about a minute left, but I do want to touch on what you said as well. Uh, you do have a lot of really pretty and nice stuff that people can enjoy in their homes. So I want to make sure folks that may not have been in lately understand it's not just clothing and and car accessories they're really some really nice stuff for your house we we do we have like wooden signs that you can hang up in your like in your man cave and we have flags um you know for outside flags for your yard Mm mm-hmm all right, we, so, we have just about anything you want. All right. Now, I was interested to say last question that uh, people can call you and you'll have stuff shipped to them. Give us a phone number people can call if they want to do that. Sure. It's 601. Okay. 9601. Gosh, I never ever call myself. Hold on. <laughs> I, I understand exactly. I'm what not, you're I'm right. not, I'm I do the same thing. I, I, I do the same thing. I have Hold names. On. Okay, there you go. All right. That was terrible. No, no, that's 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 today's world. We got it. It happens, Uh, Kathleen. First of all, we want to tell you how much we appreciate uh, the support that uh, Campus Bookmart has always given to the Eagle Hour, and it's our pleasure every day to promote your store, your merchandise to the Southern Miss listeners that we have around the state and really different areas of the country. And uh, we want to encourage all of them. This is where you go to buy your Southern Miss stuff. There's really no reason to buy Southern Miss merchandise anywhere else but Campus Bookmark. Was it was it as well, bad as you, you thought it was going to be, Kathleen? Um, no, it, it's not as bad as, as I thought it was. It was okay. It was just like talking to you two great that. guys. There you go. Kathleen, thank you very much for your time. <laughs> You're welcome. You have a great day. All right. Kathleen, everybody, right. the general manager of Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net. <laughs> That was fun. We hope that you'll buy your Southern Miss merchandise from nobody else but them. We'll be right back.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. It's great to talk to Kathleen from Campus Bookmark on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Also, campusbookmark.net. They got face masks, too. Yeah, we didn't didn't mention that, did we? They got the uh, the neck gaiters that you pull up, you know, put on your your neck and pull it up. They got those, and those are great for deer hunting too. But all that at Campus Bookmark. Appreciate her coming on. Third segment brought to you by Fourth Street Bar and Grill. Fourth Street, uh, the home of the eight ninety five lunch. And uh, Bob, the the game that the History Channel was made for. Forty three year old Tom Brady against forty two year old Drew Brees coming at you Sunday, <laughs> and. Uh, Fourth Street putting it up on their Facebook page today. I think Tom Brady tweeted this out earlier in the week. Brady has a, a full gone beard, breeze, bald headed with glasses, uh, with a beard also. Both of them look like they're in their mid sixties. But anyway, that game's going to be on campus. Bookmark wants you to know tomorrow, pork chop day. Friday, of course, is Fried Catfish Day. You can also ask uh, Miss Louise about the specials that are not the regular menu items. Eight ninety-five lunch every single day. Football this weekend. Don't watch it without Four Street Bar and Grill. Kelly Sander joins Bob Getty and Luke Johnson. We're in the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. He's on the phone, Kelly. Uh, you know, to follow up some of what we talked about in the first segment. The whack uh, resurrecting football and uh, some some key moves. Uh, it's not just by accident that these some of these schools coming into uh, the whack for football. Yeah, and I'm going to get to those in a minute, you guys. But but I wanted to, to first say you guys had Kathleen from Campus Bookmark on there a second ago. I was talking to, to Coach Wilson, who's the director of basketball operations, you know, at, at Southern Miss, and of course Coach Richard Williams is going to be on the Eagle Hour with us tomorrow. But um, uh, Coach Wilson said, anything else I can do for you, Kelly? And I said, yeah, man. I said, if you have any extra, you know, Golden Eagle swag laying around, you know, um, you know, I'd, I'd love to have some. And you know what he said? He said, let me see if Coach Spoon has any extra shirts. Oh, Kelly. Well, you'll be glad to know that uh, Kathleen said they have 5X now. <laughs> so maybe you might buy one of them and it'd fit great next year. But, I mean, have I gotten <laughs> as big as Coach Spoon? But the, Coach Spoon is like seven feet twelve. Right, you know? right, and right. I, and yeah. I'm not. No, no, you're not. No. Anyway, yeah, Luke. Let me let me tell you what's what's shaking here. And I'm so proud to be part of the Eagle Hour because we called this three weeks ago, uh, right here on this show. We said that there was something happening with the Southland and the WAC. And as you guys announced, it'll be official tomorrow that uh, four schools from Southland. That's uh, Stephen F. Austin, Sam Houston, Lamar and Abilene Christian are all going to be moving to the WAC. They're going to reinstitute football. That is going to mean that the WAC will have six institutions from the state of Texas in their conference. That was by design, okay, because that now means that the WAC will have more schools from Texas in their conference than any other conference out there. So six schools from Texas will be – in the league, all right? Now, I can understand, you know, on the surface, Stephen F. Austin, Sam Houston, and Lamar. Those are the bigger institutions. But I, I, at first, it didn't make any sense to me as to why Abilene Christian would be courted. But then, as it was put to me by the people in the WAC and the Southland, it was Abilene Christian that was really driving the bus, and here's why. The to- and to put it into perspective, the total endowment at Southern Miss right here in our backyard in Hattiesburg, is $104.9 million. 
the total endowment at Southern Miss, 104.9. At Little Abilene Christian, private school, but at Little Abilene Christian, the endowment is $451.7 million. Now, Kelly, for people that may not know what that means, explain what that means when you say endowment. Endowment is the total money allowed for scholarships to be delved out in the academic uh, community. Now, the athletic departments are generally run separately, but that is a big selling point, you know, to um, to donors, and, and it's another bragging point. You know, we're number one in endowment and, and things like that. So Abilene Christian has about half the enrollment of Southern Miss, but four times, four times the endowment. And it's, that's one of the four schools, of course, that's going to the WAC. And it's located in Abilene. So, again, there's going to be six teams from Texas in the WAC, which if you're reinstituting football, why not go after as many schools from Texas as possible? Mm-hmm. Because it's no secret, Texas is a big state, but it also cranks out a ton of high school football talent. Now, look, Mississippi's not going to take a backseat to anybody as far as that goes. It's just Texas being so big, there's a ton of talent in Texas. But now, as I begin to, to crank these numbers and the wheels get turning here, you guys, based on the geography, does it not make perfect sense, if the WAC is going to continue to expand, that they would go after UTEP? UTEP is right in the backyard of all these schools. To me, it would make perfect That's gonna, sense. Yeah, but they're they're going to have to wait eight to nine years because UTEP. I mean, they could be, but you wouldn't think that UTEP would be looking to be regulated to FCS and football. Uh, it would they would have to catch UTEP on their way up, and they're saying they're not ready to go FBS until the end of the decade. But what, but what, what I don't understand the teams like Stephen F. Austin, Sam Houston. Um, and the other one I'm missing down there, which one I'm in, Lamar, is that, you know, in order to go to southern Utah, you're going to have to fly into Las Vegas and bus, all right, to, to like, southern Utah, for example. You're going, to have to, you're going to have to go up to Seattle, Washington, to play baseball from Houston, mm-hmm. okay? You're going to have to go to California to play baseball. So it's, I mean, it seemed to me that it's going to cost these schools a ton of a lot more money to travel and, and how is their athletes when you're talking about going halfway across the country? I, it, I understand the Abilene move, and I understand the WAC wanting to garner more Texas schools. I'll be real interested to see what Jason Pugh has to say tomorrow when he joins us on the Eagle Hour about how this uh, Southland and, and WAC realignment and, and what could be in store. And then as those dominoes fall, as you guys talked in the first segment today, what impact might it have? I agree with you wholeheartedly that I think the Sun Belt has solidified itself pretty good, and they made some moves, you know, with with uh, you know Georgia State and some other schools coming in more recently. But but are there any loose bricks in Conference USA? And if so, who might they be? And what would be the ramifications? It's all fascinating to me. We'll, we'll see what happens. Could the Southland survive with just the schools that are left? You would say so but it leaves an odd number of schools. And that's a, that's a scheduling nightmare when you have an odd number of schools. So a lot of things to stay, stay tuned for. But, um, you know, the, the dominoes have just begun to fall. We'll see. Hmm. Interesting. Nothing stays the same, yeah. does it, guys? 
No, but, but, but it goes back to what we've said before. Here's that old stinking dead horse, Bob. You know, little Abilene Christian, because they've got a $457 million endowment, <laughs> is, is telling much bigger schools right. how things are going to be. And also, and you know, go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, Liberty, Liberty's kind of in that same boat, but Liberty has decided to kind of, you know, kind of do their own thing, you know, as far as all that goes. But like, even, in, even in college athletics, money talks and you know what walks. Yeah. And you know, Kelly, another thing that um, Abilene Christian has in their advantage, they don't have the Dixie Darlings hanging around. Well, who would, who would want to terrify and scare uh, the rest of the league uh, with, with such intimidating figures and, you know, <laughs> um, you know, characters like the Dixie Darlings? Hey, real quick, you guys, some other notes. Uh, Air Force Reserve has signed on. This is from Conference USA. Air Force Reserve has signed on. They're going to be the official sponsors for the postseason basketball tournaments for both Conference USA men's and women's tournaments. One other Southland note, they're going to be the first ones to jump ahead on the COVID thing here. They have announced that they are allowing full, full team fields in postseason baseball and softball tournaments. They think that uh, COVID will, will be well enough through the vaccine and other measures that they're going to allow full fields for their postseason baseball and softball teams. And the SEC has announced that they will have a normal season structure for baseball. There will be no differences as the, uh, there were last year, no changes. And they're actually increasing their travel roster size. They're going from 27 players to 30. So there's, as we are Kelly, there's a word on the word on the street too that Conference USA is going to be announcing that 27 to 30 in the next couple of days, and that 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 would be great, you know. But but I kind of like the four game schedule that uh, you know we've been critical of Conference USA on things that we don't like, but when they do something that we like, we also like to give them credit. I really like the four game series. I love the eight games with Louisiana Tech. That's kind of like Major League Baseball. You know, you got a good rivalry. You're going to play each other quite a bit during the year, so you know you know some exciting things are going to happen within those eight games. Well, that that particular series because Lane Burroughs, you know, right, right, um, coaches Louisiana Tech, and he's got significant roots here at Southern Miss. Right, so going to be fun. Going to be fun. A lot of, a lot of things going on, guys. Right. All right. When we come back, uh, Luke's going to update us on uh, the latest news out of basketball. There was a Zoom uh, news conference today, I think. Uh, with the head coach and we'll talk about that wrap up a couple of other things as the eagle hour rolls along midweek stay with us Southern Miss to the top. Last segment on this Wednesday, brought to you by Toyota of Hattiesburg. Online, toyotahattiesburg.com and on Highway 98 in West Hattiesburg. If you're making a new vehicle purchase, they can help you the entire way. You can even, if you think about trading in a vehicle, you can go on their website, toyotahattiesburg.com. 
and go ahead and get the value of your trade-in. So uh, appreciate their sponsorship, the Eagle Hour, and go see them for your next vehicle purchase. Bob and Luke from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. Kelly Sander on the phone with us, guys. A couple news and notes. Football uh, looks like we'll have another scholarship available. Uh, Kyle Hemby uh, declared for the draft. Southern Miss uh, filled that spot with Jay Stanley and Ole Miss transfer. Uh, still have one scholarship available looking for a, an offensive uh, tackle, we've been told. But now another scholarship available. It looks like uh, Bryce Foxworth, who played most of the year at left guard for the Golden Eagles, he is now going to play in the NFLPA collegiate bowl and what uh, i'm being told is when you play in that game it's basically just for draft eligible players so foxworth uh, almost 100 percent will not be coming back so the golden eagles now have two football scholarships looking like that uh, will hall and his staff can fill on the basketball front jay ladner had a zoom press conference today a couple news and notes from there. Southern Miss fans may have been wondering why uh, pretty heralded Justin Johnson hasn't been playing uh, much. Played some, uh, started the first couple games, and hadn't been seeing any minutes really at all. Uh, Coach Ladner mentioned today that he had not been uh, setting the standard for his practice habits. And to quote Jay Ladner, he said, Justin and I had a come-to-Jesus meeting, and he's had a very good practices <laughs> since there. So it uh, looks like Johnson will be playing a lot more going forward and that will help uh, the Golden Eagles and you know you see that when kids come in from different JUCOs Uh, Coach Ladner really happy with DeAndre Pinckney another heralded JUCO player coming in Uh, he's been playing and shooting better uh, from the field uh, and and he had some injuries that he was working over so Pinckney should be really good um, down the stretch Uh, just a couple more notes Uh, Pierre didn't play much uh, in the second game of the UAB series just because he was struggling. That's why Jay Malone came in. And then on the recruiting front, uh, Kelly, you'd find this interesting. He wants to sign a a point guard, and uh, I think he feels Tay Hardy uh, is really good at the two, and you've been seeing Pierre have to play the points on with Jay Malone. And so uh, looking for this next class, wants to sign specifically a guy who will play the one – spot alone and uh, sign a, a big a big man inside uh, to to help uh and of course you got built in the true freshman but thought that was interesting that's some notes from uh, coach ladner's presser today kelly yeah middle tennessee coming in this weekend and and it, it would be really big for southern miss if they could sweep the blue raiders but but i think you know if this this talent continues to develop and it's a work in progress i mean just look at you know the number of young players and if these guys will, you know, continue to grow and work, I, I just really think in another, you know, couple seasons, this is going to be a really, really tough group, you know, to, to beat. And on the football side, the, the kid from Ole Miss, Luke, what, uh, that we just got, the transfer, what's his name? Had two transfer, Lakevious yeah. Daniel and Jay Stanley. Yeah, Jay Stanley that you were talking about. Apparently, he's uh, the toughest part of his transition is he's having difficulty dropping the phrase, yo, dude. <laughs> You know. Where is he from, Kelly? From 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 Ole Miss. Oh, is he? Okay, yo, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, well, they'll break him of that pretty quickly. Uh, yeah. the humidity will get to him here when the summer starts, and uh, yeah, we, we hope. And so. all, all that we North hope. Mississippi stuff will drain right out of him, sweat and right out to, of him. And he wanted to make sure he didn't have to give his Hummer back too. Yeah, which we said <laughs> no. You could. <laughs> Kelly, I don't know what to say. Go ahead, Luke. You take it from here, buddy. <laughs> He didn't know what to say either. I, to I, say I'm just either. kind of amazed by that because I thought I'm a, I'm a yo dude, dude, and I am the furthest from an Ole Miss rebel that there could ever possibly be on this earth. <laughs> okay, that's that's fair enough. 
That's fair enough. Have you ever have you ever had a piece of Ole Miss clothing on your body, Luke Johnson? My as much as my grandfather, he was like a lifetime uh, Ole Miss alumni guy. He's my mom's um, dad. Right. I don't think I ever did. And what was amazing was uh, he came to Southern Miss twice, two or three times, and watched me play. He, he was older and couldn't travel as much. And I think I actually got him to wear Southern Miss there stuff on homecoming one, one there year. There we go. Well, Kelly, I'll tell you this quick story. My daughter was probably, I don't know, eight or nine years old, and we showed up at my parents' house one weekend. And that was right after the big Willie Nelson song came out, Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys. And they put out a T-shirt that said, Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Bulldogs. Well, my dad was a die-in-the-wool bulldog fan. And uh, he's all smiles when he first sees us walk in. And then you can see his eyes glance down to that shirt. And uh, he glanced right back up at, with me and with dead seriousness in his voice. Take that shirt off that child and don't you ever walk in my house with anything like that again. Do you understand what? me, son? So, uh, yeah, loyalties were pretty deep uh, with with Joe Getty when it came uh, to the Maroon. And you guys line. know that when the Iowa State Cyclones in, in basketball, they, you know, they played uh, Ole Miss last year in the SEC Big 12 you know, Challenge. And Iowa State played at Oxford, and I wore my Southern Miss stuff from head to toe, buddy. <laughs> Iowa State, by the way, finishes the season in the top ten, Kelly. I, I don't know what to make of it, Bob. I, I, I just don't know how to – I've never cheered for a good football team. I don't know really how to do it. How to do it, well, yeah, it's true. It's true. Well, maybe you'll get used to it eventually. If Iowa State keeps winning, there's no really hope for your other team. I meant Iowa State. I was not alluding to Southern Miss. I meant right. Iowa State. Yeah, so yeah I got clear it. about that. And yeah. I, I'm, I was alluding sure to Cincinnati. She wasn't talking about the Bengals. No, that's who and I was alluding to. wasn't talking about the Bengals. That All right. That wraps it up. Southern Miss. To the top. To the top. To the Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.